Sir, would you agree this is an unprecedented situation? So maybe normally not, but this is an un I mean, this is the first time ever we've had all 50 states. And I think this is our first pandemic in 100 years. Yes, sir. Pardon, I didn't mean to speak over you. No, no, that's fine. I, I appreciate I think this is our that. first pandemic and we're learning. Excuse me. So I guess, again, and I don't mean to, we'll move on in a moment. Well, let, let me put it, let me frame it this way, okay? Because I'm not a health expert either. You're a doctor. Let me do it this way. So in this article from the Trib, Jim Shothorse, apparently he spent 30 years at the Grand Forks Public Health Department. And here's what he said, sir, so you can refute him. He said, why did the mayor coordinate the early response and not your health department? What would you say to someone like Jim Shothorse with that kind of experience? Well, what was his job at public health? I do not know, sir. He was an inspector, so he inspects. So that's the solution to, to what his work for is. My understanding is he's an inspector. So that's what he would suggest we inspect. But the CDC, the um, public health department is fulfilling their role in helping us many COVID things. Have to look at, um, the 16th of March, I declared a public health emergency. The 18th of March, I closed City Hall. And then the 19th of March, the governor made his action. So we were early in this. And you're right, this is our first pandemic. And we are learning from this. And would we have handled things differently? Yes. But not, I don't think it would change the outcome because this is, like you say, highly contagious and potentially fatal disease. And I think that I appreciate the testing that's going on because that can Im improve workforce safety. When we find people, we isolate them, we get them out of the workforce. So I think that's very important. But we were early in the phase. He expressed a concern. We carried the concern to management. Management responded to it. And I thought that was our role. So you just said, hey, could we have done things differently? Yes. What would you have done differently now looking back? Well, we wouldn't be having this conversation because <laughs> I would have had public health do it. <laughs> and then what? it would have been clean. But we, we collaborate in this community. And when there's a problem, people step up. And Keith Lund is one of the most respected economic developers in the, in the state. And he said, hey, I have a relationship. Let me carry the message. This is so important. All right. let, let me ask you this, sir. It's a couple, couple things sort of quickly just for time. I'm getting, I'm getting this feedback. I'm not suggesting this, sir, but I'm getting this feedback from people. This is 900 employees, obviously a big revenue stream for the city of Grand Forks. Was that in the back of your mind? Essentially, were you putting no. economics over health? No, I'm a pro-life doctor. And so I think life is more important. And I keep telling people the economy will recover people won't. So it's so important we put health and safety first. And that's why it's important all of us follow the CDC guidelines and recommendations, which are evolving. And now we're expected to cover our faces in public. Okay. So we must be aware this is a changing environment sir, and be proactive. Yes, sir. What are you going to do then? Because it sounds like LM wind power plant lied to Mr. Lund. So what are you going to do to no. hold the, the wind power no. plant accountable? I have no proof that they weren't complying. So I cannot say that. But what are sir, we you doing? Have, sir, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Mayor Brown, Mayor Brown, excuse me. You've got one of the hottest spots in America right now with a COVID-19 outbreak. So it's pretty clear that, that something's amiss. So my question to you is because now that that is happening, it's going to obviously impact your health systems up in Grand Forks. It's impacting what's happening in that plant. My question to you as the mayor, what are you going to do to hold them accountable? I don't think they need to be accountable. This is a highly contagious disease. They have a manufacturing plant. We have got CDC guidelines we use to minimize the risk, but it's a highly contagious disease. People are in close proximity in a manufacturing plant. And so, and we predicted this would be coming from the very beginning and people said, oh, you're overreacting okay. and now we're here, which is where so, we expected to be. Let me ask it this way then, sir. Um, yes, sir. Mylan Tufty, our Department of Health Director, recently signed an executive order to ensure that these employees from LM 
are self-quarantined. The governor told yes. me this week that that is a local um, situation, meaning that it's up to the locals to determine how you're going to enforce that executive order. So let's say one of these employees gets caught outside their house. Are you going to hold them accountable? And if so, how? That's exactly what I said. This is a pandemic is evolving. And now people, before people weren't looking at enforcement or containment other than staying home. And now we depend on people's good judgment to stay home. But right now our city attorney is drafting language to say, if you do this, we do this. If you go outside, we do that. If you don't comply, you're going to get an ankle bracelet. So we're, this is an evolving thing and we're dealing with it. So let me just be, make sure I'm understanding you quickly. What you're saying to me is, Chris, I'm not going to hold LM wind power plant accountable, but now if I find out that someone breaks the quarantine order, I'm going to put an ankle bracelet on them. We are, this is an evolving situation because this is our first time of dealing with this. And we see we're going from less strict to more strict as we deal with this. No, I don't hold LM power or wind power accountable. I think that they are good stewards in our community. I think that they work in a manufacturing environment. People are in close proximity. You're going to see spread. And I think they acted okay. very responsibly by so, closing the plant immediately when they found out there was a problem. Let me ask you, uh, ask you this, sir. You're telling me that you're going to now enforce an executive order signed by the Department of Health Director, which I never voted for my own tough day. I don't think you did either. Yeah. How are you going to usurp my constitutional right for peaceful assembly? I think sometimes public safety, and that's why this is evolving. Maybe we have to say, hey, we respect your right for public assembly, but not more than 10 people. And we we have expectations now. We want people to behave. And these were first were guidelines, now they're expectations. You go out in the community. I want to see you wear a mask when you're in a public place. I want to see you use hand sanitizing. I want to see you clean the, place, the places you work. So these things are evolving. So just so I'm clear, you're saying now I can go out of my house, but it isn't <laughs> to be 10 feet away. Because a moment ago you said I couldn't go out of my house. If I did, I was going to have to wear an ankle bracelet. If you are on quarantine or isolation, if you're on, if you're on isolation, then I think you're subject possibly to the ankle bracelet. So that's my question. How can you usurp my constitutional right for peaceful assembly? That's up to the lawyers and to decide. Okay. Let me ask you this, sir. Um, the plant closed on April 14th, okay? Uh, you got these emails. I think in, it was the 15th. On the 15th then? The 14th they had their first case. Okay. Uh, and then they closed it immediately, which is what helps us contain it. If epidemiologists will say that's the exact thing you need to do thank to you. help contain it. So here's what I want to know, because you, you were getting these emails in March. Um, and then on April 15th, uh, Governor Burgum said this. Let's roll the tape, and I want to ask you some questions about it. Okay. But I want to say again at this time, we are not far enough down that track uh, to safely lift business closures at this time. As you saw from the numbers today, the numbers continue to climb, and the peak for North Dakota is likely still ahead. A lot of national attention appropriately has been placed uh, at one incident in South Dakota. Smithfield Foods uh, is an incident which will probably become labeled, and I want to say, you know, I'm, we're doing everything we can, but our Smithfield Foods may still be in front of us. Our Smithfield Foods may be in front of us. Was he inferring the LM power plant? Were you in communication with the governor's office before April 15th, sir? We have been in constant communication by our weekly uh, mayor city administrator meetings with his staff. So yes, we've been in contact. No, I do not think he was implying that LM Wind Power would be the next meatpacking plant with a story. And the fact that they shut things down immediately for two weeks to get things under control shows what good stewards they are. All right, last question for you, sir. There's, if we can bring this graphic up, Zach, there was a report that came out today about Smithfield Food, sir. 
Um, it's a CDC report and says that language barriers slowed the COVID-19 measures at Smithfield. In the Star Tribune report, it talks about there's a lot of immigrants that work at uh, MLM power plant. Do you know if there was any language barriers going on that may have slowed their response to the COVID-19 situation? No, I'm not aware of any barriers, but this is good information for us to move forward and make sure that we communicate on all levels with every employee. Mayor Brown, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on. I know there's a lot of tough questions out there about this, so I appreciate you uh, coming on and taking those for the people of Grand Forks, sir. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Look forward to having you back. All right, stay with us. We come back. We don't have a lot of time left, but love to know your point of view there, what you heard there from Mayor Mike Brown. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. we got much more coming up right after this.